Welcome everybody to another wonderful week in the world of the Alpha Sport. This is RSPN on RNC Radio, episode 10. Mm. What is that a mix of? He is Jeff and of course I am, Mark. Of course. <laughs> I don't know how long I can do that. I can't, I can't do the okay. long English accent. Not bad. I told bad. Jeff. I told Jeff before the, the episode started that I was going to try and do a large amount of this episode with a nice little English accent, not for any specific reason, just out of being Mark. I think it could be this. Uh, I think it could be this Irish influence from this Jameson that might have entered my mm. spirits. This is the a, past half hour. This is a classic night for us because we're we're on a, a little later than usual. Shout out to everybody who may remember in season one where we would literally. <laughs> Take care of everything that has happened within the past week of the NBA and also give you a breakdown of what is happening on FX's Atlanta. <laughs> we are returning to that vibe. We're actually recording in the room that I used to record in in wow. season one. Wow. So this this Not is feeling that. very vintage. Monday Night Raw is on and we're actually going to probably be on after the show is over, which is rare yes. as well. Yes, Monday Night Raw is currently on. Back in season one, we used to also record in between that time. Literally, we record while Raw is on. Right now, I'm watching. Uh, they're showing replays of, of Brock throwing a uh, Mysterio son while he wears uh, Stone Island all over the ring. Stone Island. <laughs> Mysterio How, ironic Stone Island? How ironic is that? And shout out to the show. They'll be they'll be covering a whole bunch of Survivor Series. And shout out to the Warport. They have a whole lot on their hands with NXT Takeover, yeah, uh, yeah. War Games. We're not starting this week. I wanted to. Yeah, we won't get we won't get too deep into, into I, that. I, I, how did I, how did I, how did you I, want to start the show this week? Yeah, because so <laughs> well, I can't believe this is even coming up again. But the AirPods, Mark. Oh man. So so <laughs> I think this has gone like three episodes now. So every episode, for whatever reason, Mark returns another expensive pair of headphones and gets another expensive pair of headphones. Shows you exactly how uh, wealthy he is. But this is this is all cap. Yeah, this, this is, is crazy. This, this is, is all crazy. No, 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 no. All cap. This is amazing to me because <laughs> I didn't say again. I didn't say anything to you. I think you were talking to somebody on Twitter, and I was being nosy, you know. And I was like reading your replies, and I think you said something about how you returned them again and i and i and i was you know i went to reply i wrote up something and then i like deleted and i was like you know what i'm gonna fucking get on his ass dude what happened i know what happened what happened now i think i owe everybody an explanation <sighs> yeah no you do why you keep balling out successfully i would like to say that you could tune in this wednesday if i can do a mick foley cheat plug this wednesday a brand new episode of i'm not a oh, genius okay. i'll explain why you're gonna explain it all there my card currently says that I've purchased a pair of AirPods, returned them, bought a <laughs> pair of Beats, returned them, bought another pair of AirPods, returned them to buy another pair of Beats. Oh my! Returned God, them, dude. and I'm currently sitting with. Wait, the how many times? That I believe I'm going to stay with. I, I cannot. I, I think. I think. I think. This whole time, I'm thinking it was just once or once again. I think the listeners of I'm Not a Genius will 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 appreciate this explanation this past wednesday i can't i can't give all of it away on rspn there's a method to the there's a method to the madness i'm glad now that you bring that up 
now that you bring that up, we do have a pretty big wheel of things to take care of this week in the NBA. We've had mm-hmm. some highlights that have come from this past week's power rankings, and we'll get to that in a moment. We've had some announcements, some pretty shocking announcements from our perspective, um, areas that we have covered within what well, has it been? I think we have covered this from season one of RSPN, and now it is finally over in season three, but we will get to that. I want to do a quick, cheap plug again to mm-hmm. I Am Not a Genius because we have these three topics that will be our highlights for episode 10 this week. But of course, last week, uh, between what has happened with uh, Apple Music, you and I, of course, are big uh, dedicated listeners yeah, to our streaming libraries in Apple Music. A lot of the hype that has gone on within this past week has been everything that has come from the year-end lists that Apple Music has provided. Oh, that's so and true. such a great... I'm, I'm so glad they did that shit. I have literally waited years because Spotify has done a really good job of having all of the fun with this, and it and, hurts and, and, to and see shout them. Spotify. Shout out Spotify, because Spotify yeah. is still legit for me. Yeah, Spotify still holds us down, still hosts it's the show, just, of course, from the RNC Radio it's channel. Just, Apple Music is just so convenient. It's just it's just the home for many different reasons for Jeff, for myself, and a large majority of the RNC. So when we saw the replay year-end website last week, officially through Apple Music, uh, they provided you your top 10 albums of this past year based on what you've listened to all the artists that you've listened to the most and even provided you playlists of your top 100 songs from 2019 but of course if you wanted to be a little bit more nostalgic they gave you 2018 2017 2016 and of course the year that they began in 2015 so i was very very happy with that and was pretty shocked in a good way and a little bit of a scary way that they have held on to a lot of this information, um, not necessarily in a, in, a, in a bad in a bad tinfoil hat way, but to see what I've been listening to for the past four, five years and illustrate it very well in the top 100 in all of these playlists was something that I was very appreciative of. Yeah. So with that, I want to give you a little bit of a test to see where we're going to start this week in rspn three very solid topics but i want you to guess from my 2019 playlist i'm going to give i'm going to let you choose a number okay and based on what number you choose that is where we are going to start this week so let's spin the wheel spin the dice how many clearo songs do i have in my (laughs) top 10 this year this year um i'm gonna say probably three so it is actually wait 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 top 10 in my top 10 for 2019, how many Claro songs do I have in my top 10? Um, I'm going to say three. Yeah, I'll say three. I'll stay, I'll stay three. What do you got in there? You were very close. Really? The number is actually two. I'm extremely proud because, you know, I feel responsible somewhat because I had, I want to say five. I play a lot. Five in your top like, 10? Jesus. Yeah, I play a lot. Yeah, I play a lot of Claro this year. Um, it's, it's mostly like, it's it's you know I play things back to back a lot you know it just yeah. is what it is. So I have one clear song at number four, one at number eight. That would be my top ten. I've won at nineteen. I've won at forty, and I've won at forty eight. And I believe that's it. I think that is it. Well, I would show you mine, but I'm actually uh, in the process of setting up my eleven Pro, so I don't have it handy. Okay, that's understood. 
we can we can we can get to that at a at a different well, point yeah, in time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, next week, I got you. But because you chose three, you have specifically chosen an update on the Battle of Los Angeles. Okay. So since our episode with Josh Pease, and of course, shout out to Josh, we have seen oh, many different weeks and variants of the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers. I would say probably that first week. I think it was episode five of RSPN might have been the most critical episode of the lost um, of the Los Angeles Lakers, mm-hmm. just due to the fact that they started off the season one. But since then, they've only lost one game, and this week they are atop of the NBA power rankings. If I can start at the top ten, we went over last week's power rankings, but this week we have uh, the Phoenix Suns at ten. We have the Toronto Raptors. At nine, and of course, it's all per NBA.com. Yeah. Utah Jazz at number eight, the LA Clippers at number seven, Miami Heat have went up from eight to number six. Houston Rockets have made it to the top five. Last week they were up at number 12. We have the Denver Nuggets still in number four, Milwaukee Bucks at three, Boston Celtics dropping down from one to number two, and the Los Angeles Lakers doing very well last week. They end up number one in this week's power. Yeah, really, they're, they're balling, man. I can't even. What can I say? We were literally recording on one of their two losses the, the, uh, last week when they uh, took the loss to the Toronto Raptors. But since then, they have stayed very strong. They swept week four. They defeated the Suns in Phoenix and won all three home games in pretty big fashion. Uh, they beat yeah. the Golden State Warriors. They beat the Sacramento Kings. And the Atlanta Hawks game last night got pretty ugly. Uh, the, I think the only thing that happened in the Hawks' favor was probably Evan Turner crossing up LeBron James. Uh, I've seen <laughs> yeah, many like different very. Yeah, there's been things on Twitter, there's been things on Instagram where they're literally going to war in the comments and say, oh, it's a, it's a slip spot, it's a slip spot. He, I mean, he dude, at the, end of, at the end of the day, you know, everybody got to get it sometimes. So it's okay, man. If it's LeBron, it's LeBron. But in the opposite side, we ended up with a Danny Green putback dunk. We ended up with Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis and JaVale McGee being insanely scary in the paint, mm-hmm. uh, taking over the Atlanta Hawks. And a whole bunch of quality stuff from LeBron James as they sweep week four. Now, the Clippers have been further down the middle a little bit as the Los Angeles Lakers are currently in the mix with the Houston Rockets and the Denver Nuggets as they hold on to first in the West. Tonight's game, uh, from Houston's perspective, against the Portland Trail Blazers may change that uh, by the time that this episode comes out. Uh, but those are the teams that we have fighting for first. And the Clippers are further down the middle a little bit. They're in between the Phoenix Suns, the Dallas Mavericks, and the Minnesota Timberwolves, separated by about half a game to one game. And as we record, they're around sixth, but who knows where they will land after Monday night's game. So, uh, the Clippers have had a pretty good week as well. You saw Lou Williams shine versus the Raptors in week four. Of course, they lose to Houston on ESPN on Wednesday night under Harden's 47 points. So we'll get more into um, James Harden in a moment. But this week also became the return and the debut of Paul George in a Los Angeles Clippers yeah. jersey. Did you get to yeah. check out any of the games? No, man, I, I, I checked out a few. Uh, I was a little busy this weekend. I uh, had had some things going on, but uh, you know, Paul George, man, it, it, I want to see him. If we can get back to straight playing how he played last year, MVP type level, I mean, 
Clippers mm-hmm. have already looked pretty good. Um, and of course the controversy with resting players and all that type of stuff, but Paul George, man, if, if we can get back to that top three, you know, top four MVP voting, which I, I feel like people do forget about for whatever reason, because I, Kawhi has Kawhi, Kawhi has such a great, uh, season last year that we just forget, you know, how mm-hmm. good he really was. We keep discussing that great two-way player. Um, I know he's hyped to be there, but yeah, man. And he seemed very comfortable since then. He is returning, of course, from shoulder surgery, and he bigged up the fact that he has brand new shoulders uh, within the past performance <laughs> that he had against the Atlanta Hawks on Saturday. But uh, he ended up in debuting in the Pelicans game where he dropped 33 in the loss to New mm-hmm. Orleans, uh, but shined very well in the almost 50-point win that the Clippers had against the Atlanta Hawks this past weekend, um, dropping on, 37 man. points on, in 20 why? minutes. Wow, whatever. Just the Hawks are just just getting a lot of shit right now, man. I mean, I mean, the Hawks are not any of your concern, right? We're back. We're back in Minnesota. No, we're back with Jamal. Feelings. I still have feelings. Still have feelings. I still have feelings for the damn Atlanta Trey Young. I still have feelings, bro. You know, I can't. That 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 won't go away, man. It's been. It was a very bad week. I would say it's a very bad weekend for the Hawks. Fifty points by the Clippers. Week. It was. I think they're showing like they're. Their true colors. Not that they're not a bad team, but like there's only so much you can, you know, they can't hold on for so long, bro. You know. And it's funny that you bring up load management because unfortunately Kawhi Leonard did not have the opportunity to play with Paul George as he returned this week. He ended up missing the New Orleans Pelicans game on Thursday and the Atlanta Hawks game this past weekend due to a left knee contusion. Now that might be analyzed and picked at as far as Kawhi Leonard still continuing to miss games and that might be looked at negatively from a Clippers perspective, but um, hopefully we will able, we will be able to see Kawhi and Paul George play in this next week as they go up against the Oklahoma city thunder, the Boston Celtics, the Houston Rockets once again, and the new Orleans Pelicans in another rematch uh, this next week, as we head into Thanksgiving next week as well. Are you expecting a lot of good things from Kawhi and, Paul? Yeah, dude. I mean, it, like I said, if everything goes as planned, I mean, those two could be unstoppable, uh, which I think that's when everything really starts going, especially uh, with the Lakers, because the Lakers are rolling. I mean, that's I think that's clear. Uh, best team yeah. in the league. Um, I think Boston is pretty close right there. But I mean, uh, I feel like once once Kawhi and uh, PG-13 are uh, playing together, we should see some real shit going down especially considering the battle for Los Angeles. Now, unfortunately for the Los Angeles Clippers, they ended up losing Landry Shamit last week. I believe Patrick Beverly was also injured as well. So as they have been banged up, um, Paul George, Montrez Harrell, Lou Williams have been able to hold down the four, but hopefully they'll be able to get some more of those guys a lot healthier as the Los Angeles Lakers have done a pretty better job at doing that of course marcus cousin's still out rondo has recently returned as well but What's up with cousin uh, stuff? he still got a case pending they haven't they haven't talked too much I about that really ever since they dropped the phone call of him spazzing out and i was like i oh, know no, right cousin, don't it's do it kinda like, please it's kind of like they just i don't know like is, is it weird to you that that shit is like not really being talked about anymore they kind of held it down i was like all right uh see the yeah, story. Yeah, oh, right. oh look at that yeah, oh we don't have another side to do it oh guess, guess we'll talk about it later Somebody, somebody he said guess we talk about it later i feel like somebody put this might put the order out there man i was like yo don't don't talk about this shit don't talk about it at all <laughs> don't talk about this shit at all nigga. 
I mean, after you hear the phone, after you hear the phone call, you have not heard the phone call as of yet. I'm sure it's it's all over YouTube. I'm sure you can find clips of it. It's it's, it's pretty uh, uh, odd to say the least. But if not said too much about his injury, then that's the one he has uh, been able to return as of yet. Uh, but again, since then, Lakers have done a, a much better job of being uh, healthy than the Clippers have been. So hopefully, they'll be able to deal with that uh, as things go on. Absolutely, man. What have you thought of the resurgence? We're going to be discussing some resurgence of a little bit, but of it. Do you want to talk about the resurgence of Andrew Wiggins? Really? I, I honestly, I just thought that that's what you were going at. <laughs> I, I am avoiding t- discussing the resurgence of Andrew. Andrew Wiggins has haunted, not necessarily haunted, but no, he has but- trolled my NBA experience this past season. I was playing my team this past week. All of a sudden, I got an amethyst Andrew Wiggins, and I was like, "Oh, dear, Andrew Wiggins!" Yeah, yeah. But he was a ninety-two. He had two Hall of Fame badges. I could hit his three so easy. I'm like, "Is this is this what's going on for me this past season?" What's going on, man? How you feeling about all this? Hitting threes too easy. Are you you fucking kidding me? I'll let I'll let I'll I'll let you have the floor. I know you see it. I'll let you have the floor on the. Well, actually, oh, there's no no, floor, bro. I'm I'm just saying, dude. It's it's all facts. I mean, I'm just I'm just just look at it. I know you. See and now that I look at the power rankings, let me let me read you the first sentence of the power rankings. Minnesota Timberwolves, of course, thirteen this week in the past power rankings. Let's read the first sentence. The Andrew Wiggins Renaissance continued last <laughs> week with the sixth year wing totaling sixty three points on fifty six percent shooting, fourteen <laughs> rebounds, and twelve assists in wins over the Pistons and Spurs. Okay, I'm really. I mean, I'm not saying this whole paragraph might as well be <laughs> about about Wiggins. <laughs> what can I say, man? Uh, I, I feel like he deserves all that renaissance. He deserves it all. Does he not? He's been he's been uh, enjoyable. OK, I mean, I, I feel you, bro. I, he, the, to me, the most amazing thing is the shot percentage. I mean, I know it's still early, you know, but. That shit's special to me, especially when it's coming from him. I feel like he cut the braids off and everything just starts settling in. Yeah, you don't see him. You don't see him clanking the side of the uh, backboard anymore. Oh shit, Michael! All right, man, we can move on. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> want to really. I just wanted. I just wanted to support my man's for a minute. And here you go. What were we talking about resurgence? Have you felt about the resurgence and the excitement to actually play basketball again? You can actually see it in the face of Dwight Howard now. How good has that felt to yeah. see? I've seen, I've seen the you know the videos on Twitter and dancing and shit and shaking everybody's hand. He looks happy. He looks happy. I mean, big. Yeah, I feel like under the right circumstance, which this is a really good situation. I've always thought we saw a glimpse of it when um, you know he was uh, you know with Kimba and them. Yeah, we saw a glimpse of it. Uh, you know, he he still had it in him. Obviously, you know, he can't go as hard as he as he did. Um, but he's still a threat out there and it's a good body. It's a good body to have out there. He looks happy, I think, and that probably does change a lot for him. I mean, maybe he found a place I and mean, he was there before, but obviously we <laughs> that situation was a bit different. Mm-hmm. I'm really I'm really I'm really I'm really happy for, for Dwight for the most part. We've had some interesting discussions on Dwight Howard. Of course, we uh, had a debate on whether or not he should belong in the decade list that we 
had for the top NBA teams during uh, this past summer when we were doing RNC Decade and just being able to discuss the fact that Dwight Howard had such a presence um, at the very, very beginning of this decade. Of course, the Orlando Magic started peaking out in around 2009 and 2010, and that would be the time that we started thinking that he would reinvent what the center would be. And at the time he did, and the game ended up passing Dwight very quickly as things started differentiating from the huge, powerful, athletic Shaquille O'Neal center and started going into centers who are a lot more versatile in your Anthony Davises, in your Carl Anthony Townses. And it passed him by and you could see it. When he was originally on the Los Angeles Lakers, mm-hmm. the Houston Rockets, the Atlanta Hawks, uh, just 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 the difficulties that he had trying to keep up with a whole lot of that as the NBA reinvented itself and changed literally overnight. I mean, I, I don't feel I, I feel like a lot of that happened so quickly after uh, things with the Big Three ended, and you could start seeing things just change on a dime and it was hard for Dwight Howard to move forward with that. So to see him get back into a presence where you can dominate with the Anthony Davis and be around that evolved center and be around a, of course, a two-time champion in JaVale McGee and pick up a whole lot of that and just be around in an area where I think it's fairly scary. I take a look at what the Los Angeles Lakers did yeah. against the Atlanta Hawks. And granted, it's the, okay. it's the Hawks and I understand, but there are now huge cases for even Anthony Davis to be defensive player of the year. I'm seeing that literally every night the Lakers play. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, staying healthy is important, but as far as uh, having to deal with them in the playoffs, man, I just, I would not want to see this at all. Mm-hmm. It, it just seems it's scary. I mean, it's almost the things that we talk about with the Lakers is like, man, it's going to just be a point where the Lakers are just really good again consistently all the time, and it's something that we have to prepare for, especially as a as a show who talks about basketball. Uh, but, yeah, Nuna, AD is – and, I mean, you know, he's always been this good. But yeah. it's showtime now, and the supporting cast is, is different. Absolutely, and I think he's very ready to step up to the play, not only offensively, but defensively as well. Himself, LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma have all been very well for the Los Angeles Lakers this past week. And of course, you've seen everything that has come from their supporting cast as well. But it's scary. Like, yeah. like what do you what do you do? What are you doing in those in, in those certain instances? Uh you lose. <laughs> there is. There's been, been a whole lot of losing so far, yeah, so far lose. against everybody who has played, except for Toronto and the the Clippers on opening night. Because you got two freak athletes, right? I mean, LeBron is maybe the most athletic human being we've seen, uh, especially yeah. play basketball. And then you got this other guy who's you know seven one, you know, just built for it. Uh, point guard skills, but a complete center power forward i mean he could do whatever you want to do it's mm-hmm. it, yeah it's ridiculous and this team is still a little incomplete like they're yeah they're they get more pieces next summer that's now that is scary because they already look great you know but that's scary they got the right amount of veterans uh but they're not they're still not complete and they can definitely make a run for the big one I would not be very happy to see the Los Angeles Lakers grab even more pieces. I believe the only piece they are missing as of right now, we just discussed the Marcus Cousins and Avery Bradley has dealt with an injury as well. But to see that just sitting on the bench, a DeMarcus Cousins who was literally 
uh, uh, I'm doing the two. Why, why, why am I doing this with my two fingers? Like people couldn't actually see me. Was this close <laughs> to winning an NBA championship mean. with the Golden State Warriors? I know what you mean? And it's just, it's just sitting on the bench. And and imagine putting that with your Dwight Howard, with your Anthony Davis, with your Javale McGee, mm-hmm. with your LeBron James, and with Kuzma improving as well. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the Lakers are really, really good. Uh, we're we're back there again. Welcome, welcome to the Lakers. And as of right, yeah, and as of right now, I'm highly giving them the uh, the the advantage so far in the Battle of Los Angeles. I will 100 yeah. I mean, percent say that. things are things are incomplete on one side. You know, uh, the Lakers are they got things under control a little bit more. But yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I I, I have no choice but to but to do the same. So far, Josh's wishes are coming true. The interest of the fan and what they would like to see in the Battle of Los Angeles. I saw a article as of recent. I uh, did not grab the actual website, but I saw that based on the ratings on the past few weeks of NBA on TNT, the LA teams have drawn very well compared to other teams that have been on TNT uh, this past season. Now, whether or not that relates to you know these two. NBA teams being one of the best storylines of the season or whether or not people really want to see a lot more of what we saw on opening night. Opening night really felt like damn near an NBA finals game, but people are tuning in to want to see the Lakers at their best. People are tuning in to want to see the Clippers at their best. And we're going to want to see a lot more of what Kawhi and Paul George end up being. I feel like it's cool for this for this first month of the NBA, but not a lot of fans are going to want to see an alter uh, uh, and and an alternating between Kawhi and Paul George with one rests and then one plays yeah, and drops no. forty each night. We're going to want to see it. It's time. It's definitely time. And again, I I can't be mad at Kawhi. You know, if the, especially if this is something that he desires, but. They got to they got to come together. We got to see this move, especially while the Lakers are doing what they're doing. I feel like the Clippers are less interested in this battle than we had anticipated. And the Lakers just don't care because they're the Clippers. You know what yeah. I mean? There's no real like it's not there yet. There's no there's no rivalry there because everything's still incomplete. Exactly. But I do feel like with time, we will actually be able to see what we have saw uh, with opening night. And hopefully uh, if we get that in the playoffs, I'll be highly, highly excited. No, most definitely. That'd be that'd be now that'd be crazy. I mean, we're gonna stay in the Staples Center for a series. Yeah, that'd be amazing. That's gonna be fucking packed. Um, you know what? At that point, we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna play you our top five perfect plays of the week. Of course, be sure to check out the perfect play team as they have assisted us very well in making sure that these plays in week four of the NBA are highly visible. You can catch them on Instagram. Yeah. You can check them on our Instagram story at uh, RNC Radio on Instagram. Shout out to everything Huey and the perfect play team has done. Again, perfectplay.co for everything relating to music and culture, not only in the great state of Virginia, but all around as well. You'll be able to see a lot of this information first from your favorite artists, your favorite music, and your favorite entertainers and different lifestyle methods as well on the Perfect Play website. So be sure to check out the perfectplay.co for all of that online and on instagram as well we are going to be right back as we get into our final two topics before we get to all around the world stay tuned it is rcpn on rnc radio we'll be back after this yeah 
Some play by LeBron James. The buzz lasted for about half a minute. All right, welcome back, everybody. Hope you enjoyed our perfect plays of the week for week four. We will be going into what to expect in week five of the NBA this week on episode 10 of RSPM. Before we move forward, I did not get an opportunity to say this earlier in the episode. Uh, I want to give my condolences and a rest in peace to Bielitsa uh, on what has happened to him and his family this past week. just want to give very well wishes out uh, to him. Hopefully, uh, he's able to move forward. Most definitely. And live life once again the way that he used to before all of this had happened at the hands of LeBron James with one of the worst captions that I've seen on Instagram. Absolutely. Sorry, LeBron. Love you so much, but uh, you know he can get he can get he can get he can get into his corny bag from time to time. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, it happens. It does happen. It's completely understandable. One thing that I want to start this off with before we get to all around the world, we have two specific topics. One of these I know are going to piss you off. One of yeah, these great, we have great. to celebrate. Of course, you want to do the one that pisses you off, or you want to do the one that we can celebrate? Pisses me off. You want to do the one that pisses you off first? Yes. All right. I am very happy that you're choosing that because you know what time it is? What time is it, man? Let's discuss one of your favorite topics in the NBA. Let's discuss the Houston Rockets. Sure. I'm so ecstatic. Is there anywhere that you want to begin on this past week of what we have seen on TV from Houston? Um, the Rockets are really good. They will be fine. Is that what you They want will to be fine as <laughs> in what? You want to elaborate a little bit? You want to elaborate a little bit there? They're good, man. It's worth. Is there anybody that is there anybody that you want to give credit to on the Houston Rockets for their yeah, very shout, good shout week? Clint, shout Clint Capella. Uh, Clint Capella. Shouts Clint Capella getting his getting his, his twenty rebounds. Uh, shout out uh, 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 Westbrook, very fashionable guy. Um, yeah, I think. Are you going to give your condolences for Eric Gordon for being out for these next few weeks? No, I don't, I don't give a damn about it. <laughs> <laughs> you, think Malone, you think Malone wants to give his condolences? Call Malone. Let's see if he wants to give his condolences to Eric Gordon. He definitely doesn't want to give his condolences. Malone is not answering the phone right now. Malone is definitely nighty night bedtime nigga. Passed out? Yeah, Malone got 8.30. Malone be asleep 
<laughs> For real, that's my nigga, but he be sleeping, bro. So Clint Capella and Russell Westbrook are who you want to give props to in this in this sweep of a week that they just had. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, shout out, shout out James Harden, hell of a player. <laughs> hell, hell, hell of a player is is that is that where we're going with this this week? Hell of a player, man. Hell of a player. Anything else? Hell, hell of a player. Hell of a player. Um, You're making it sound like he's Ben McLemore right now. I, man, I don't. I mean, I don't really know what to say, man. Um, James Harden. I mean, come on, man. What are you doing here, man? What are you trying to do to me right now, man? I'm just, I'm just trying to see what the energy is for James for James Harden right now. I feel he's like, player, bro, he's a great player. The conversation has been unfair. Well, do I no, want to say unfair? Do I want to say unfair? Okay, let me not say unfair. But just there was a moment where things were a bit annoying. Since the night that they got embarrassed by the Miami Heat, the NBA universe. Of course, you just. Rockets Twitter. Why do you do Rockets Reddit. Was that not embarrassing? I I I I feel like. I just. Did anybody expect what happened that night between Rockets Heat? Did anybody expect it? It's just the way you sprinkled it in there. They got a bit. It, it was an embarrassing game for the Houston Rockets, and I understand. I understand. People are not paying attention to the Miami Heat as of yet. It'll come. It'll come in time. But it's not about. I'm not. I'm not. Go ahead. Keep going, man. But you know, the Rockets evaluate what had happened in Miami that night and said, "You know what? Can't keep playing like this." Yeah. So you and think since you that, had, so the Heat are responsible for making the Rockets good. Since then, they have won eight straight games, all on the hands of James Harden. Mm -hmm. All the critiques between Harden and Russell Westbrook have been improving. I won't say that they were 100% unfair to begin with because it was a very difficult thing to try and attempt in general. But as of now, things have gelled a little bit better. And from what we have seen... Within these past few games in this winning streak, well, before tonight's game, they just ended up beating the Portland Trailblazers, so this will not count towards this stat. But the seven-game winning streak that they have before tonight's eighth game, of course, Harden scoring 43 a game. Yeah. 43. Yeah. I mean, it's that's that's amazing. That's amazing. Is that what one you want to hear? Highest, one of the highest points per game, only second to you-know-who. The name... That we love hearing in literally every single fucking stat that the NBA has to <laughs> offer. Anything. Assists, steals, blocks, points, rebounds. Yeah. Games played. Will Chamberlain. Yeah. He averages 48, around 48 points in 1961 and 1962. Around 53 points in 1962 and 1963. And James Harden has had one of the highest since then. Yeah, no, that, that is that's spectacular. Man. He's, a, he's a hell of a player. He, he deserves all the praise. Here's the thing what deserves all the praise. He deserves all the praise, man. Here's I don't the really – deserve- the world stats, you know, I, I really don't care. I feel like the feat is amazing without mentioning Will Chamberlain. Here's the thing what deserves all the praise. The Rockets can win, and people will check that box score and take a look at James Harden and say – he scored 47 points on 41 shots. He took 20-something threes. Oh, my yeah. God. This nigga yeah. sucks. And, 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 I mean, I, I hear that, bro, but I don't know. What, do you, what are we going to do? Do we look back on the days Kobe did that? Really? Or are we looking at the fact that he won rings? People don't. People don't. And Kobe gets that pass because of that. Harden yeah. does not. 
No, and the I reason mean, that I bring that, and the reason that I bring that up is we're starting to get in a little bit of a territory with James Harden where it really feels like how it felt being a fan of LeBron James, cheering for LeBron James, and wanting the best for him in those areas in 2008, 2009, 2010, where people could not get over the fact that, A, the Cleveland Cavaliers are not going to where they need to be or where he wants them to be during those eras where you had Kobe and LeBron as puppets in finals commercials. And you can't really give him the benefit of the doubt because there's no championships. Yeah. You're right. And those years online was nothing but ring talk. And oh my God, I'm calling on the third ring. He's not picking nothing. And a whole bunch of shit that you look back at now and was like, damn, LeBron really got it bad in between those times until he actually figured it out when he figured it out. And now you look at LeBron, oh, 17th year, he has three champions, and blah, blah, one of the greatest ever. But <laughs> are we wasting quality years of watching James Harden? and seeing the things that he has done for the Houston Rockets in these past couple of years, seeing him win MVP, almost getting MVP a second time, trying to revolutionize his shot, trying to play the game differently, and seeing how controversial it has been from both sides of watching Harden. Does it feel like he has been the most polarizing player since LeBron of that time? Uh, I feel like... I feel like he wins if he wins a ring. I mean, that conversation is going like we're going to be it's going to be bad. You know that, right? The only thing that I could see it being bad for me is people were very quick to take what Harden has done and put it over Dwayne Wade and I was like, "All right, let's relax for let's relax for a little bit. Yeah, I like Harden, but let's not let's not Dwayne Wade. Yeah, we know. Putting a championship putting a championship in front of that, I feel like is going to make people a lot louder. Mm-hmm. And give people a little bit more of the merit to say, "Oh, Wade never uh, dropped forty-three a game for the past blah, 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 and do a whole bunch of bullshit." We discussed that in the past, bro. You know that now. You know that now, bro. You're gonna have to continue to deal with that as a fan of Dwayne Wade. Well, yeah, that's understandable. But from Harden's perspective, how much of it? How much? How much of it continues where you see him? do so much and literally try and shoot so much to try and keep Houston afloat and get them on a nice little record. I mean, I, I, th- I feel like an eight game winning streak at this point is not anything to just bat an eye at. I think last week they were 12 in the power rankings. Mm-hmm. And what was the critique? What, what, what was the critique that the NBA dot uh, com power ranking said last week's power rankings placement had Houston at 12. And I saw that a lot of that was mainly critiquing their soft schedule. They noted that two of the nine games that they played were actually against teams with winning records. And since then, they defeated the Pelicans, they beat the Clippers, they beat the Pacers, and they beat the Minnesota Timberwolves sweeping week four. So despite the fact that Houston might not have had a bad record last week, they ended up being at 12 just based on the fact that they had not beaten too many teams with a winning record. And you say soft schedule. Completely understand. Yeah, and uh yeah, that's understandable, 100%. The two people that they lost to, one of them being the Heat, two teams with winning records. So now you go on an eight-game winning streak. Now that now they're top five. What? I'll just say, it's a, no, it's a I, fact. I mean, it's, it's a fact, so you have to say it. But I just I feel like you your heart smiles every time you got to say something like that. 
Well, I feel like a lot, I feel like a lot of the the stats that have been in the Heat's favor this past season are still somewhat shocking to me. Uh, I was like, uh, when I when I when I saw when I not to not to dwell too far away from James Harden, but when I saw the fact that Basketball Reference put out their top ten MVPs so far and Bam Adebayo is number ten, I had to triple check it to be like, is, is this serious? Right. Is this serious? And I mean, clearly. Man, my about not going to be MVP. Uh, I would love for him to be most improved player because truthfully, he has deserved it for the past two seasons. And Jimmy Butler's name ended up being there as well, but uh, I think he was uh, ended up being number seven compared right. to the other six on, that have been on top of there. But let's just move on from that. Okay, Harden, Harden and the Houston Rockets. Okay, okay, Harden and the Houston Rockets. They're making those to be one of the better defenses in the NBA. They're still around that half area, of course, with the Lakers being um, the team with the best uh, defensive rating. But they want to get better, and they've been improving with that. Uh, but I just look at all the critiques, the critiques of his style of play, and I feel like it's starting to become an area where we're not going to remember this when we look back at the Harden era in Houston. And it happened a little bit with Oklahoma because when things broke off, Things are bad in Oklahoma. A couple of years pass. Of course, KD leaves. Westbrook now gone. Baca gone. Went to the Raptors. Won a championship. And now it's, oh, we didn't give the Oklahoma City Thunder all the respect and the flowers that they deserved. And yada, yada, yada. And it's like, okay. And now you're starting to see a little bit of that with the big three in the Miami. And it's like, ah, it was a it was a spectacular thing every single night. And I was like, you know what? It would have been a lot better if you appreciated it when it was going on. I feel like that's going to happen with the Golden State Warriors as time passes. Really fun team to hate. But when you grow up, not necessarily grow up, because I feel like a lot of us are around that ages right now. But when you start looking at an area where you spent so much of that time truly hating the Golden State Warriors and not respecting anything that came out of it, and then a couple of years from now, you're just like, ah, you know what? Maybe we were too hard on goal. I'm just like, really? And I feel like it's happening with hard. We weren't hard on them, man. It was, it was, we, dude, sometimes things happen in this league that just you have to talk about, good or bad. And that's just one of those situations. That's fair. It's, it's, it's a very controversial player to discuss. I'll say that. And like I said, it's not going to stop because you already see what they've done. I mean, you f- I feel like there's going to be before this season's over, there's going to be something that we look back on. And they're going to bring up Wade. And I'm going to have to listen to you for an hour and a half. Be pissed by the fact that I don't, I don't think I, I don't think I'll be pissed anymore. Like Dwayne Wade, I don't I don't think I'll be pissed anymore. Like it's, it's you sure you good. Now? It's over. It's over. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade's gone. He's cemented. As one of the best shooting guards of all time, <clears throat> yeah, that's fact. Whether or not you want to, whether or not you want to uh, move forward with that and start acknowledging a lot that Harden has did and put that over Dwayne Wade, that is up to you. But I feel like there are a lot of things in Wade's favor that uh, uh, support the I, argument of that. But that's I, not the point of this. It's not. The point is, I want I want to give a shout out to Rockets fans for going to bat. For this guy every single week, because this is not from what I've seen, this is not an easy conversation online. No, nah, you already know, bro. I mean, especially, especially when it comes to anything attached to James Harden. Yeah. You just start discussing, oh well, what happened to what happened to uh 
what's the word that I'm looking for? What happened to consistency? What happened to efficiency? <laughs> this nigga shooting one for 28 and getting 40 points. But 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 when he's extremely efficient and drops 50, you know, we look at what? How the way he got it, how many times was he at the free Immediately go to free throws. You know, at the end of the day, no matter even if you hate it, and I've you know I've been clear about it personally, but you know it's part of the game. Whether he's taking advantage of it or manipulating it, whatever, it's still part of the game. And you specifically said that is not something that you want to watch. No, I, I me personally, but it is part yeah. of the game. You know, I can't if he gets fifty points and he gets to the free throw line, you know, twenty two times. I mean, what what can I what can I say? I want to say shout out to <laughs> – oh, man, this shouldn't be a shout out because I was pretty fucking mad when it happened. But shout out to Muggs. We actually ended up playing a team-up game between the Rockets. Yeah. And I think I think, I think think we were the Blazers. And he had Harden. And you could just see 2K has nailed his pull-up, his, his step-back threes, yeah. Yeah. his transition dunks. They had him in the studio. For sure. And you literally can't block any. Like, I'm trying my hardest to take Hassan Whiteside and block the fuck out of James Harden. Yeah. And what well, do you know? Hassan yeah. Whiteside feels like a bag of cement as James Harden <laughs> flies in the damn air and I can barely block him. I'm like, bro, how do you stop this? <laughs> it takes him like it takes him like two shots to get hot. And then he starts going fucking crazy. Yeah, you're right. But that speaks to the authenticity of 2K. And, you know, the Houston Rockets were going to end up being in a conversation that I would have enjoyed a lot this week because last week we ended up getting some groundbreaking news that unfortunately ends a segment that we would normally have from time to time in season one and season two. We had a little bit of it this season in RSPN, but unfortunately it ends as Carmelo Anthony, our Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. a true Hall of Famer, not Michael Conley Hall of Famer. <laughs> is back in the NBA. <laughs> Did I expect it to be a part of the Portland Trail Blazers? Probably not. <laughs> but now, no, I don't even think. We, uh, even when we talked about uh, Melo, it was never. I, I don't think we ever mentioned the Trail Blazers. Yeah, I don't think anybody was thinking Portland. We were thinking Clippers. I personally would have liked him. Uh, I did not see him going back to New York. Did not see him going back to Houston. Um, <laughs> no, I just remember. Did we have the episode? <laughs> what? But we were like, <laughs> we were like, <laughs> we were like, <laughs> what if the was even the Lakers and the Clippers give him five million and he spent on five million? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That that was our that was our coverage of Carmelo Anthony this past season because we were just like, you know what? What if it just doesn't happen? I wasn't sure. Yeah, I, I mean, honest to God, I I really I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what but was going to happen. But now, officially, a part of the Portland Trail Blazers, the bad thing about that is we have no idea when he is set to debut. We have no idea if he's set to start. When 2K put him in, yeah, he's see, not that's, starting. I'm more, I'm more, <laughs> that's it with 2K. I'm more, <laughs> I'm more interested in that, like in, in the agreement on this, on this deal. Was it, hey, you're going to be a role player? Is you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm curious to to how this works out. Yeah, there's not been too much from Carmelo Anthony's side since Woj had dropped the bomb on it last week. Um, ESPN Rachel Nichols, the jump was able to get a hold of Damian Lillard, and actually 
discuss with him the words that he had when he had went on uh, Joe Budden podcast earlier this past year, either this year or last year, when Lillard has specifically said that he had reached out to Carmelo after uh, the trade from New York and moving out to Oklahoma and, you know, just put the bug in his ear. If things don't work out in Oklahoma, come out to Portland. Then that ended. He talked to him again, went out to Houston. Uh, Things ended very bad in Houston. And I think after two times, Lillard just left it alone. Did not necessarily take offense to it, just based on the fact that he knows that there are a lot of NBA players that like to take their journey uh, personally and, and and make moves that are best uh, for them as opposed to what has been uh, suggested. And we have heard many things that people have suggested to Carmelo Anthony for the past few years. I believe he had also brought up some suggestions that uh, happened with LeBron James and, and Dwayne Wade, and he ended up taking the bag in those scenarios and either staying in New York or, 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 or doing certain things that felt good to him at the time. And he didn't necessarily treat them as regrets. Maybe he would have done things a little bit differently just based on the information that he provided uh, with Max Kellerman on first take when he had showed up and, you know, discussed his case. But since then, things started seeming bleak. I feel like in our perspective, a fan's perspective, Melo's perspective, and now we have him in Portland. And Lillard has been speaking to people and has been very happy that they have the opportunity to get this relief from Carmelo Anthony just based on the fact that Nurkic is still hurt. Yep. Zach Collins is still hurt. He has a purpose on this team. It's not like he I just, is joining the NBA just to wither away on a bad team just to be able to say, all right, I'm getting paid, I'm getting money, I'm in the NBA, let's, let's do it. He's on a team that has an opportunity to contend. Yeah, I just don't want it to be a situation where how how crazy would it be if this just doesn't work out and we see him dropped? Well, what is what is what is working out in this case for Portland? No, I mean I, that's that's my thing. What is it? Is what did they talk to him about? What is his role going to yeah. be exactly? Um, I mean, I, I don't I don't know if he's a starter. I mean, it's, it's rough. We got, I really want to see this. I'm actually, I'm happy for him. We spoke about, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him, but like, I want to see what this entails. I would hope that it's not a Houston experience where a month or two plays out. Things just aren't working well. Yeah, and I don't want to take that. the L on it. Yeah. I don't want to, I, I hope he, he just, he settles in, you know, plays the entire season and, you know, regardless of what it looks like. And Lillard has been very happy with it as well had also noted on the fact that, you know, just based on the fact that guys are also injured, but we have a Hall of Fame caliber player that can provide things to us. You'll mm-hmm. still have Lillard and you still have McCollum at the forefront, but depending on what Carmelo Anthony can provide to this team, I want to start looking at it from a perspective of, okay, currently they're fighting in between that area, the bottom area of the um, Western Conference, and they are looking to specifically be playoff contenders yeah so we're gonna have we're gonna see look at drop 40 um it's i i i I would like to say i would like to say that it's possible it is possible i would like to say that it's possible in portland right now the only teams underneath portland are san antonio new orleans and of course golden state at the very bottom so it's it's not looking the best for Golden State right now, but again, it's still fairly early in the season where they're only a couple games out from the eighth seed, which is Minnesota. You'll have Oklahoma, you'll have Sacramento, you'll have Memphis, and, and of course, shout out to Sacramento for 
going on a crazy tear since they ended up being what zero and five, and now they're five and seven. So they cleaned up a whole lot of things as Golden State continues to be trash, and 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 Portland is 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 trying to get into that picture that Phoenix has been getting a lot of credit for. Mm-hmm. Minnesota has been getting great credit for. I don't think a lot of people saw Oklahoma City being ninth seed. Probably saw that being a dumpster fire and maybe in the area that Golden State was, but they have held things down. So as they get into those areas where you start peeking up around the L.A. Clippers and you get to a Dallas, they might not be able to go as far as Utah and Denver and start getting into that upper area of Houston. But what is working out? What is, quote unquote, working out? for the Portland Trailblazers in this case? Because I don't think this necessarily defines NBA championship, but what if this is something decent in the playoffs? Yeah, I I mean, Dame, I feel like you have a player that wants to be somewhere, it does change a lot of energy. You know, you can can almost tell when players are fed up where they're supposed to be or where they're playing currently, but I feel like his energy is always good. Um, And I don't know if Portland's ever going to get over that hump, at least – with this squad, like you said, I don't, I don't really see like, I I don't see like championship contender. Yeah. Um, But with Melo, man, this shit is going to help. It's going to help. I really, I feel like he's probably ready to go, but my whole thing is what type of role, how, what is he ready for? Is he ready to come off the bench? Is he ready to be a six man? At this point, I, I would truly hope that Melo's ready to sacrifice. If we're still having if we're still having questions on sacrificing, uh, it's 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 not going to be very kind to Carmelo. I'll put it that way. I just don't I just don't want this to end bad. And we're and you know next season we're talking about damn Melo's really finished because I, I can't imagine I mean, this happening. Like this is it, right? As far as last chance, as far as last chance, I want to say this. I want to say this is it. This is it. Definitely, it's got to be gotta be if bad things as if bad things come out of what has happened as far as communication between carmelo and the portland trailblazers i don't know how many other teams are more than willing to put their neck out for it and there's been a lot of voices online to bring him back in the league and we saw the celebrations and the high fives in the air and the champagne bottles being popped last week on the timeline but no because from an m yeah yeah let's not get it twisted like we're happy for him but I mean, I mean, I just hope things have been learned. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm chilling on that, man. It's just, hopefully, it's a good time. One thing that I actually did see a question was brought up by a Blazers fan: um, Does Portland allow Carmelo to wear the number seven that Brandon Roy is infamous for in Portland? Of course, he's only worn uh, number fifteen for the Denver Nuggets, but seven in Houston, seven in New York City seven in Oklahoma City and was it seven on his team USA jersey? I want I want to say it was I want to say it was seven on his team USA jersey. I can't remember. But uh a whole lot of sevens. Does Portland allow him to wear seven? Do you asking me or like I mean I I don't I mean I love Brandon Roy bro. He could have been really good. I mean he's not if, yeah if, his jersey's his jersey's not in the rafters. So. Yeah I'm about to say like who cares bro like I mean Brennan Roy like I, I fuck with Brennan Roy I mean I mean we don't care but I feel like Blazers are like ah come on guys I think it's better get over that shit man straight up wow telling the Blazers get over, get over it over one that. of your best players ever I right, get over it he ain't got no statue he in the rafters like you said he ain't win him no ring but everybody yeah, that, that, that is true but the memories that come with Brandon Roy I don't know 
Everybody respects Brandon Roy because we know that if he didn't have grandma niece, he would have been really, really, really good. Yeah. Right oh, definitely. Right now, as as what what, what draft was that? Oh six? Oh seven? Don't show her right now, man. Don't show our age. As soon as I think of Brandon Roy, I think of Greg Oden. When I think of Greg Same. Oden, I, 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 I apologize to Greg Oden for the, to the 2013-2014 Miami Heat season. Oh, man. Could not get him the championship that he deserved before yeah. Kevin Durant. And I apologize to Greg Oden. <laughs> but as we see how that plays out, get some talking points before we get to all around the world. Um... Want to give a shout out to Greg Popovich. Popovic, he ended up getting injected within this past week, technically making Becky Hammond the first woman head coach in the NBA. There's been a lot of debates and yada hats that are going on as far as <laughs> did Greg Popovic do it on purpose? And I've seen the woken eye. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, should I to be? I mean, for this, just for that purpose. I, I I would think that Popovic would like this to be in a lot more of a grand scale than him just getting detected and saying, "Yeah, you got it." At what time did that happen during the game? Uh, what time did it? Uh, what time did it happen? Maybe it was load management for Pop. Load management for Pop. Pop wants to go home and rest. Pop, no, Pop wanted to go. He's home tired and roll up and then rest. Yeah, Pop wanted to go home. He's tired of doing this shit for how many years? He's tired. Yeah, he don't. You know, man, you know what that shit is. Shout out to Becky Hammond. Uh, shout out the, to the Boston Celtics. Their streak ended in the most dramatic fashion of all time as Marcus Smart's floater ended up leaning in and leaning out, which led the Sacramento Kings so. to stop the Boston Celtics streak and probably blocked them from being number one in the power rankings once again. Marcus Smart, huh? Yeah. Anything you want to say? Anything you want to say about Marcus Smart? Not really. No, all right, all right. We'll leave Marcus Smart alone. Uh, shout out to the Sacramento Kings. We had said that a little bit earlier, but they just went five and two after going zero and five. How are the Warriors still trash? I have one hundred percent. I mean, I know why the voodoo I, has not stopped. Is this a lot? Is this karma? This is this. This feels like authentic voodoo. Yeah, I feel like something is not right. Man. <laughs> like I don't know, man. I don't know. They just lost D'Angelo Russell last week. He's out for two weeks now with a sprained thumb. Again. There have been reports that Draymond Green is going to begin running point guard for the Golden State Warriors. I said, okay, this is voodoo. When Draymond Green is running point guard, you have a very, very bad problem. And right now, the Golden State Warriors, bottom of the NBA. Oh, my gosh, dude. How? That's what happens. Man, I try, I try, I tried, I tried to warn people when it comes to these dynasties. I, I, honestly, I didn't see this. I didn't. I really didn't see this coming. Not like this, at least. I mean, you know, I'm thinking even if they're well, and they've suffered a lot of injury, you know, but it happened. It happened. This is bad, bro. Nobody's even talking about these guys. I seen. I was watching a play. I actually, I think, I think, uh, Young Cam is the one who retweeted. I was just like, what? What is? This is like they don't even know how to play basketball right now. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. We haven't had to do any about Golden State, though. So, Like the philosopher Jason Taylor once said, karma comes quicker for the nigga on the other side of the gun. Mm, wow. That's something We're, I had wow. to teach why my son. We, oh my God, why are we... This is not a really good time for him, for us to be quoting him on our show. Oh, did you see his cover? <laughs> uh, did you see I, the cover? 
Did you see the cover of <laughs> what is this album called? Born to Rap. Born to Rap. Yeah. And it's nothing but. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, bro. 24 tracks singing? It's is 24, it 24 tracks? It's 24 tracks. And Ed Sheeran's uh, on one. Huh? Game and Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yes, sir. You got some Bryson Tiller right, on here. Uh, all right. Some Red Cafe. Red Cafe is not on this album. Stop I, lying to me. I promise you he is. Red right? Cafe is not on it. Red Cafe. Track Hold five. on. Track where's, the, where's, where's, where's this track list? Where's this track list? Hold <laughs> on. We, we have to stop the show. We have to stop the show. Give us, give us one moment. Track. Stop the show. All right, let's take a look. Shout out to the shout out. Five, man. Oh no, this is oh here we go. Track list. Track five. Intro. Oh, see you. Okay. Sea of Sin featuring Ed Sheeran. No Smoke featuring Miguel and Travis Barker. Five hundred dollar candles featuring Dom Kennedy. The Light. Carbon Electra yeah, featuring Ozzy. Ozzy chilling Toby. Dead Homies featuring Red Cafe. <laughs> Where the hell did he find Red Cafe? I don't know, man. What was the check like, man? Who else is on this? Dom Kennedy, Nipsey, Marsha Ambrosius, 21, Bryson, Anderson Pack. Everybody. Man, he stays with he stays with a Chris Brown track. I swear. That, that, that has to be like the blood ties that Chris Brown has. You got to do a song game every single album. Trey Songs, Ed Sheeran again. Masigo. I don't tell you this nigga has an Afro, uh, Afro pop track. If I hear a game on an Afro pop. Get ready for it. Get you ready know what? Let's get back. Flows. Let's get back. Oh no! Let's get back to talking flows. All right. Uh, talking flows. See now, I just ruined it. Talking points. There you go. No championship race for Jonas Valanciunas, Delon Wright, or CJ Miles. The Toronto Raptors said they have no plans of providing them championship rings as they were part of the Kawhi Leonard Toronto Raptors before they ended up in trades uh, to Memphis. That's unfortunate. Very. Uh, shout out to our uh, RSPN friend CJ Miles. We've yet to hear from him as of yet, but I know he'll be coming very soon. I think I think about that almost every week before we start the show. We're good. <laughs> we have not got CJ Miles yet. I just don't know. I I gotta find the song. We're gonna get. We're gonna get CJ Miles. We're gonna get CJ it Miles happened. on the show. He has. He has to remember. Guys, Bible, straight up. Uh, we gave the funeral service for Bielitsa. Uh, Fultz. Fultz actually got jobbed out of the perfect plays of the week this past week. Had a really good play and has done very well for the Orlando Magic this past week. Uh, so shout out Markel Fultz. He ends up, I would say he would might have been the sixth pick for perfect plays of the week um, this past week. But he's been doing very well, shooting nice, um, and doing good things out for the Orlando Magic. And John Morant, shout out to you as well. Up. Uh, player that actually ended up in the perfect plays of the week this past week, stomping his name on that Rookie of the Year trophy, doing very well with it as Zion continues to be out. So shout out to John Morant. Uh, but that said, you know what? Speaking of John Morant, let's hit the sound for all around the world. All right, can we're still on a? Can you stop? Okay. Whole lot of reds never coming out. 
a taste of it. I'm, 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 I'm done with both of these jits. You know what? I'm done with both of these jits. Yeah, we're getting into December now, Cardi. Listen, man, I just want to talk to you right quick, Cardi, because we're getting into- It's 50 degrees in Florida. Bro, it's cold, man. Like, you might as well just wait till spring, bro. I don't really have- Like, I'm not, I'm not here. If a whole lot of red comes out in spring, I am fucking- I, I, I would be so upset. You want to end- you, Winter is coming. Legit, actually. You know, like, when winter actually starts, it's coming. It, I don't, I don't want a Thanksgiving Christmas album from Playboy Cardi. I feel we're gonna get it. I know, I know, but I don't know, man. I guess, uh, I guess this is this is our outcome here. No, I'm, you know what? I'm officially not doing any more, any more. I'm not sneaking any more Cardi sounds in. This is it. This is you taking yeah, the knee I'm, finally. I'm fully, I'm fully invested now. I'm not. I finally got him in. Let's go. I'm done. I can't do this shit no more, man. I'm upset because you know you guys were here. In Atlanta for that weekend, I'm thinking, okay, maybe the, this would be a great Friday for him to just boom drop that shit. Nope. Never didn't happen. Pulled up the Gunner Stalls event, walked out, didn't I've give a single Mark, sound. Mark twice in six months, and still no Playboy Cardi. No Cardi. We've been to L.A., Atlanta, still no Cardi. But you know, one person who won't disappoint us, John Morant, he has the opportunity to shine tonight versus Golden State as the Memphis Grizzlies play the Golden State Warriors in our NBA doubleheader tonight on NBA TV with the Blazers going up against the Pelicans at eight. We are not 100% certain as of yet if this will be Carmelo Anthony's debut, but there is a possibility if they announce it between now and um, later this evening. So they'll be able to do that at eight o'clock or by eight o'clock tonight. And we have an official taco Tuesday alert as the Oklahoma city thunder play the Los Angeles Lakers in Staples center. Uh, tomorrow night, we got 11 games, one match that I'm looking forward to Terry Rozier, Charlotte Hornets. He had went this past summer. He is having his game against his old teammates in Boston as Brooklyn Nets face-off against the Charlotte Hornets. So you get a little Rozier and Kyrie action with that tomorrow night. Uh, Wolves face one of the NBA's best defenses in the Utah Jazz at 8 o'clock as well. So expect to see some good things from Towns versus Gobert. Yep, Houston Rockets continuing their streak. They have the opportunity to do so when they play the Denver Nuggets at 9. We have our ESPN doubleheader of the Golden State Warriors going up against the Dallas Mavericks at 7.30. And you have the Boston Celtics at the Staples Center facing the Los Angeles Clippers at 10 o'clock. Thursday night, you have your two TNT games. Portland Trailblazers going up against the Milwaukee Bucks at 8. That would be a very amazing game for Carmelo to return. And the New Orleans Pelicans go up against the Phoenix Suns at 10.30. Friday night, you have 10 games. Miami Heat are heading to the Chicago to play the Bulls at 8. You have Sacramento Kings going up against the Brooklyn Nets at 7.30. Lakers Thunder once again at 8. This time they're at the Chesapeake Arena in Oklahoma City. Uh, the Boston Celtics going up against the Denver Nuggets at 9. And you have your ESPN doubleheader on Friday night. San Antonio Spurs in Philadelphia against the 76ers at 8. And the Houston Rockets going up again against the Los Angeles Clippers, this time in Staples Center at 10. 30. Hopefully we will be able to see Kawhi and Paul George playing together as they try and get some revenge against the Houston Rockets. Uh, 
Saturday night, you have 10 games. Pretty packed Saturday. You have the Phoenix Suns and the Minnesota Timberwolves at five. That should be enjoyable to see um, two of the friends in Devin Booker and Carl Anthony Towns playing against each other a little bit early at five. One game that I am going to be very focused on and amp, I hope you are listening, the Miami Heat head oh, to Philadelphia for Jimmy Butler's return oh. at 7.30, and my war paint will be on. Do I put some money on it? Do I want to put some money on it? Um, Y'all should put some money on it. Nah, I don't know, because last time we saw us put money on Heat Pelicans, and now it's uh, Zion's out, and then the Pelicans got it worked. Didn't count, it didn't count. It didn't count. You know what? If, if I we knew what meet, it was meet, meet me on meet me on Instagram story seven thirty Saturday night. Everybody listening, meet me on Instagram story. Should we should we go live on RNC Radio Instagram on Saturday night? Sure, sure. I'll be there. live on the RNC Radio Instagram on Saturday night. Instagram live. Myself and Jeff. We will be watching the Miami Heat and the Philadelphia 76ers. Meet me there. Better yet, beat me there. Yeah, with them. Di- you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna finish the rest of the sentence. And the only one TV match on that night as the New Orleans Pelicans face the Utah Jazz at nine on NBA TV. Uh and Sunday, five games, all league pass as usual. An MVP matchup, actually. Now that I look at it, the Dallas Mavericks going up against the Houston Rockets. You'll get some Luka Doncic. You'll get some James Harden. Two names that have been very early in MVP consideration. We will get that. And say it again. Check that Luka game while we record, bro. Check the Luka game while we record? Yeah, man. Go look at his stats from tonight, man. Let's take a look. Go look right And now. outside of that, on Sunday night, you have a little bit of a Subway series as the Brooklyn Nets face the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden at 6 o'clock. That is your week five of the NBA. Some exciting matchups to look at. And Jeff just told me to take a look at Luka Doncic's stats tonight. Beat the San Antonio Spurs by seven. Let's take a look. Jesus Christ, 42, 11, and 12. Yeah, dog. That's some 2K my player shit. Five threes. Damn. Yeah. Shout out to Luca. He's getting shit done. Getting he's, shit he's done. Deserved, he deserved his 90. 100%. And that's mainly it for us. Um, Jeff, you have anything else to say? Uh, the lookout is back. Stay tuned. Yes. Yes, the announcement for that came out today. So stay tuned for the return of the lookout. That will be very nice. Um, between you and meals as we return for that also uh to all my all my my friends uh i really really appreciate the love and support um playing pokemon sword and shield this week we have like a nice community that have been tweeting me and meals and pat off and on about the game so we appreciate that the game is fantastic i'm having a really good time about 25 hours in nice Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a really fun game. Uh, but yeah, yeah, man, it's definitely. Sounds good with that. So we'll see a lot of that. And, and of course, we'll have some more information with that as Mount Silver continues. Um, what do I have? As far as what I have, uh, be sure to tune into the RNC radio uh, pages. You always do every day. But tomorrow will be the November issue of I Am Not a Genius. I'm going to be going over the conversation that we had earlier in this episode of trying to find the best headphones that fit me and fit my type of lifestyle. Um, I will be, I'll be the first listener. Went through a lot of that this past month in Atlanta coming back into Florida. So I will give the opinions of what I thought of the AirPods pro opinions of what I thought of the beats solo pro 
and uh, the current headset or the ear headset, active noise canceling headset that I currently have in the Sony 1000X Mark III's. You will hear a lot of that in tomorrow's November issue of I Am Not a Genius, along with Disney Plus, Apple TV Plus, Instagram News. A lot of things have been on my mind for these past couple of days as news has come out. Uh, so I'll be able to get you right, give you some information as Black Friday. And of course, Thanksgiving is next week. You'll hear a lot of that um, on tomorrow's episode. But with that, I think we're done. Uh, we've officially stamped the Cardi band between me and Jeff. So this has been a very successful week of RSPN. I'd like to make sure that everybody knows it. And um, we'll see y'all for Thanksgiving next week. Absolutely. All right, peace.